You're listening to Chris Farrell's On Watch podcast from Judicial Watch. I'm Chris Farrell, and this is On Watch. Welcome, everybody, to On Watch, the Judicial Watch podcast, where we take a deep dive on certain topics, look behind the uh, headlines to see what's really going on, to give you an explanation, a little deeper understanding about the various corruption and crises facing this country. Today, we're very lucky. We got Tom Homan on the show. He's the former director of ICE. I know you've seen him on television. He has a regular contributor on Fox News. Uh, You've seen him quoted as an expert. He's done congressional testimony about the border immigration. Uh, One of the great things about Tom Homan is even the Washington Post admits the great quote from an old an old uh, article they did about 10 years ago. They said, Thomas Homan deports people. And he's really good at it. So you can imagine <laughs> that's a, that's that's praise from the Washington Post. If you can imagine that, but it's a great line. But it's also true. This guy has probably forgotten more about uh, immigration and deportation than most people know. And so we're very glad to have Tom on the show with us. And before we kick off with Tom, I just want to remind folks that you can uh, listen to this podcast on any number of the different platforms out there. And uh, we appreciate your uh, listening, but also you're subscribing and you're leaving a rating for us. That helps build our audience. And uh, we appreciate your time and your joining us periodically as we cover different topics. So, Tom Hellman, welcome to On Watch. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Tom, uh, this past week we've seen Secretary Mayorkas, Homeland Security Secretary, show up in front of Congress and uh, declare that the border is secure. And then uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene called him a liar. And he just sat there smugly and smiling at her. She had her words taken down and was silenced for the rest of the hearing. It seems like uh, Mayorkas just does whatever the hell he wants. And uh, the American people have to eat it. What's, give me your assessment. What's going on? What, what, do, what do our listeners need to know about the current state of affairs? Well, I don't think Marjorie Taylor's words should have been taken down. I mean, She's, she spoke the truth. He is a liar. He lied under oath to the Congress. He's lied under – that's a, and that's perjury. I mean, I've touched front of Congress many times. He put your hand in here and you swear to tell the truth. So in my opinion, Secretary Mallorca says uh, knowingly committed perjury in front of Congress. So, you know, I've touched front of Congress. I've been called a bigot, a racist by members of Congress. No one, no one took that down. So, you know, I – Secretary Marx has proven that he, you know, he has zero integrity. Zero. I mean, we've all seen the tapes of the, of the, of the thousands of illegal aliens coming across the border. He can't, he can't say the border is secure while we're looking at right now, since he's been secretary, 1.7 million gotaways. Understand that. 1,700,000 people crossed our border, weren't arrested, weren't processed. We don't know where they came from. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they are now. And 1.7 million gotaways, you can't call that a secure border. And the scariest thing of all is the Secretary of Homeland Security, he knows this. He knows the border patrols arrest people from 171 different countries. He knows some of those countries are sponsors to terrorism. He knows the border patrols arrested 176 people on the terrorist watch list. You can only deduct that out of the 1.7 million, how many of them are no suspected terrorists? This is a huge national security issue. The biggest national security failure, in my opinion, since 9-11. And he's orchestrated it. 
So, you know, the man has no integrity. I got no respect to him. I used to respect him when he was deputy secretary to Jay Johnson because a thousand entries a day was a bad day. We all got called in. Secretary Johnson wanted to know what we're doing about. We're at a thousand legal entrants today. What are we doing about? This is a crisis. This is a problem. Now we got seven, sometimes 8,000 crossings a day. And the secretary of my orchestra now wants to say the board is secure. The man so has you no know this guy. I mean, my, my orchestra is not uh, just some name in, in a newspaper or some you know talking head on television. You know this guy. You actually had to deal with him. Uh, what's your read? How, how does a guy like this get up and just routinely lie with a smug little smirk on his face? And he knows better, right? He has guilty knowledge. He knows that he's... He knows, exactly, he knows exactly what he's doing. When he was de deputy secretary of Jay Johnson 2014-2015, we had a family surge. I was third in command of ICE at the time. I met with him hundreds of times. How did, how did we address the surge in 14-15? We built detention facilities. We detained people long enough to see a judge. Of course, when they saw a judge, 90%, 9 out of 10 lost your case. We put him on an airplane and sent him home. The border numbers tanked. What's he doing now? He's a secretary. He's not detaining them. He's releasing them. Many are being released without even seeing a judge. And even if they lose their case, which nine out of ten will, ICE isn't even looking for him because he's told ICE being the country illegally on his own isn't enough to be removed. So Secretary Mayorkas is doing the exact opposite that he that we did in 1415 that he knows worked. So again, this isn't this isn't mismanagement. This is an incompetence. This is by design. He's an open board of advocate. He lies to the American people. He needs to be impeached. And I'm sick and tired of Congress dragging their feet on this. You got the evidence he lied in front of Congress, impeach him. They, they, they want to impeach Sec uh, President Trump for making a phone call to Ukraine. But they're not going to impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security who caused, who caused the biggest illegal immigration crisis in our nation's history. Five, point, five and a half million people crossing our border in the last two years. That's historic. And then so, you're, not even talking about, you're not even talking about 1,700 dead migrants. You're not talking about 106,000 dead Americans from fentanyl coming across the border. You're not talking about no, the record known as suspected terrorists coming across the border. This man needs to be impeached. So Mayorkas is not doing this on his own horsepower, on his own juice. I mean, I'm sure that he personally says, yeah, fine, open border is great. He likes that. But it's more than just him operating on his own. This is coming from the very top, correct? Well, look, I, it, right. Biden needs to be held responsible, too. But here's what I'll say. I've been asked, well, you know, he's just following orders. That's a bunch of garbage. Yeah, he is following orders. But he's the Secretary of Homeland Security who took an oath to enforce the laws of this country and protect our citizens. At, at what point does he have enough integrity where he tells the White House what I just told you? Look, we got 178 non-spectacular terrorists to be arrested. We got 1.7 million gotaways, some of them from countries sponsoring terrorism. This is a huge national security issue, Mr. President. As a Secretary of Homeland Security, I can no longer support this agenda. Do either you change the agenda or I resign? He had, if the man's got integrity as the Secretary of Homeland Security, he has responsibility to push back in the White House if he thinks this is causing a national security issue. So, you no. know, people say, I take an order from White House. Yeah. But he also has a job. He took a note. He needs to do the right thing. Now, looking from the bottom up, he's got a huge, huge, the biggest law enforcement operation in the country. 
He's got Border Patrol agents, Homeland Security investigations. He's got ICE agents. He has an enormous workforce, a lot of sworn officers doing different jobs, uh, customs agents. You know, those are the main, main ones we just rattled off. And these guys are out there. Uh, some of them are just kind of standing around with their hands in their pockets. But there's an awful lot of guys who are at risk. They are out there literally on the front line, obviously Border Patrol agents, but others. Homeland Security guys, ICE agents, who uh, they're putting, they put it on the line every day. This is not, you know, sitting in an office reading papers. This is out patrolling, uh, finding guys, uh, serving warrants, all those sorts of things. So from the rank and file looking up, we've already talked about Mallorca's looking down and lying about it. What's the impact on officers, on special agents, who are, uh, and on the agents, Border Patrol agents themselves? What's the impact on them from the bottom looking up? Well, first of all, morale is not existent in ICE and the Border Patrol. Uh, ICE, HSI is out doing their thing with drugs and, and guns and so forth. But the other half of ICE and force move operations, they're not doing anything. Because the Secretary has made it clear. He said this in open forums. Being in the country illegally on his own isn't enough to make an arrest. So ICE is arresting all these people who lost their hearings. And here's what I'll say. You know, the left demands due process, right? They have a right to claim asylum. They have a right to see a judge. Yeah, they do. But you know what? We also must execute the final orders of that judge or the, new, or the due process means nothing. Let's just, if, if a, a judge's order of deportation is not meaningful, then let's shut down the immigration courts. So the ICE morale is terrible. They're not able to do their job. Border Patrol, they're not doing the job that they're going to do to enforce the laws. They, they've turned them in from federal law enforcement officers and tourist agents. These men and women process people, release them. They'll take them to a train station. They'll take them to the airport. They'll take them to an NGO. And they'll be transported to the city of their choice at taxpayer expense. The men and women boards are disgusting. And they've been, and they've been under orders to process quickly as possible, release quickly as possible. Because why? Because this administration is concerned more about the optics of this than they are about the crisis itself. If they can process quicker and release quicker, guess what? There's no overcrowding. Nothing to see here. There's no crisis. Men and women board, I've talked to several whistleblowers, but I've turned over to Jim Jordan's staff that says they've been ordered to release so quickly the vetting didn't even come back from the FBI. And some of these people they released, they came back hot, but they already been released. So border patrol is sick and tired of it, and the morale is in the toilet. And you're right. Their job is much more dangerous. Why? Because the Biden administration created such a, such a huge crisis that 70 to 80 percent of agents are off the line processing facilities. That leaves about 30 percent on the line. The criminal cartels are moving record amount of narcotics because the border is so vulnerable. So the cartels are, are, are they have operation control of the border. They decide what comes across, when it comes across. The cartels are making more money than they ever made. And they're not going to let anybody stop them. So the, the, the agents, there's, there's, a, there's a record number of assaults on agents. Uh, the sad thing is we already had 17 suicides by agents in, uh, in the last year. Uh, so the border patrol agents are at risk not only from overwork, underappreciation, and, and danger from the cartels. This, is, this has been a struggle for them. Look, I'm not sitting here saying 17 agents committed suicide because the border's at historic crisis, but I will say this. Whatever internal struggles they were having, working 24-7, record illegal immigration, seeing the terrible things they see every day, pulling children out of rivers, 
giving CPR to toddlers, finding dead people, 1,700 all over the place. It's got a way at whatever internal struggles they had. So the Border Patrol feels like they've been abandoned by the secretary. They feel like they've been abandoned by, this, uh, by the commander-in-chief. Why do I know that? They've told me this, hundreds of them. Let me remind you, the first speech Biden gave as president, at the end of the speech, he said this. The last administration would watch children starve to death on the banks of the Rio Grande and did nothing about it. He's talking about 20,000 men and women that were in uniform who saved thousands of lives every year. Men and women who jump into the river with 80 pounds of gear on to save a child and save a female drowning in the river. These people don't watch anybody starve to death. They're, they're, they're national heroes. They need to be respected. And the President of the United States, in his first speech as President, disrespected the men and women who put their lives on the line for this country every day. The line from the Biden administration is that they've made uh, the situation at the border humane, orderly, and safe. That's their three little buzzwords they use, humane, orderly, and safe. It's my position that it's none of those things. And that the, the officers... Let's talk about humanity. They say Tom Holman's a racist, Tom Holman's a bigot. He worked for Trump, Trump's a racist. Their policies are inhumane, okay? Dr. John Borders did a study that says one-third of women that make that journey through the cartels get sexually assaulted. So let me ask you a question. Under Trump, illegal immigration was down 83%. Sometimes as high as 90, depending on what time frame you look at. 45-year low. At some time, other times, 40-year low. When illegal immigration is at a 45-year low and was down 83%, how many women weren't being raped? How many children weren't drowning in the river? How many Americans didn't die from drug overdose deaths? How many women weren't sex trafficked into the United States and put in the sex trade? How many billions of dollars did the cartels not make? How many non-inspected terrorists didn't come across the border? They can say our policy is inhumane, but they're very effective. When 83% less people are coming, a hell of a lot less people are dying. If we take 83% of the cars off the highway, would it be less highway deaths? Of course. Now let's talk about Biden administration. They say they're humane. Record number of migrants have died under Joe Biden, over 1,700. Record number of Americans have died from drug overdoses from a drug pouring across that vulnerable border. A record number of women and children have been sex trafficking in the United States. A record number of known suspected terrorists have crossed the border. Tell me how that's humane. Someone needs to explain to me how that's humane, because it's not. The Trump administration saved lives. This administration taking lives at record numbers. So now we're sitting here looking at this absolutely horrendous situation. You got a Republican slim majority in the House. That's the only leverage, frankly. Politically, it's the only leverage. Uh, what's the way forward? What's, what is something, anything, that uh, Republicans can do? People, actually, it isn't even a, it's not even a party issue. Anybody with a brain and a heart who's concerned about this what can be done to exert some kind of pressure, some kind of leverage to compel the Biden administration to, to do something to secure our border? What can, if you're a listener sitting out in Ohio or California and you're saying, all right, great, that's a huge problem. What the hell do we do? What, what's your answer? Well, I'll tell you, there's some Republicans up by Hill, like Chip Roy, who's taking this seriously. He, he wrote legislation H.R. 29, that pretty much enshrines the Trump policies into law. Uh, 
talks about, you know, he actually, the law says if you're an arriving alien, you come across the border, you claim asylum, whatever, you are to be detained until you see a judge. This administration's not doing it. The Trump administration did that. They didn't catch a release. So Chip Roy's bill is very good. It would, it was, you know, it would put the border back to relatively being secure. But you got other Republicans like Tony Gonzalez, who says he's un-American and prevents migrants from claiming asylum, which is a, which is a total lie. So I would say that some Republicans need to grow a set. Some Republicans need to grow a backbone and do what's right for the American people. They promise if you elect us, we're going to take this on and we're going to secure the border. So stop dragging your feet. So for a few uh, representatives like Tony Gonzalez, shame on him. Uh, but guys like Chip Roy trying to do the right thing. I know they're working on legislation as we speak. I've, I've been involved with some meetings last few days. They're twisting and turning some legislation. So I'd say a couple of things. Number one, uh, the House needs to push a border security bill. It needs to happen very soon. I know they're working on it right now. I'm just disappointed that all Republicans haven't circled a wagon on this. We have a few people are just being political. Second thing, I, do I think it's going to pass the Senate? No. So what do we do? I tell people all the time, well, you know, the Democrats control the Senate. What do we do? We're powerless. I said, no, you're not. First of all, uh, if the Senate refuses to take the bill up, you need to call your Republican senator or congressman and say, you know what? Stop, stop negotiating. This is my opinion. If they're not going to secure the border, they're going to continue to let thousands of Americans die, thousands of migrants die, and continue this surge on the border, then shut it down. We have the House. We own the purse bridge. Shut the government down. Now, people say, well, that's pretty drastic to shut the government down. How drastic can it be? We got 106,000 Americans dead. The Mexican cartels have killed more is, people than terrorist organization in the world. And, and, that is exactly and, what it's all about. It's all about down. the purse strings. Exactly. And also, they cannot, they can boycott any negotiations. The Republican senators can say, you know what? We're not coming to the table talking about a budget. We're not going to come to the table talking about an infrastructure bill. We're not going to negotiate anything with you. We're going to boycott all meetings until you take action and show us one thing you're going to do to slow the flow on the border. Slow the flow. Joe, give us one enforcement option that you're going to implement to take control of the border. If not, we're on vacation. The Democrats play it all the time. Look, we're at a, we're at a point in this country, I don't even recognize this country anymore. We're losing America that I grew up in. It's about time the Republicans circle the wagons and stick together and take it on. All of them. 100% of them. Circle the wagons. Both houses and the Senate. So, yeah. We I agree, can, we I agree with you 100%. Place. We can have oversight hearings. I have oversight hearings present the evidence of what this administration done and impeach Mayorkas. And then, again, you have to negotiate. There's many things they can do. They just want to lie down and let and take it like they're taking it. I agree with you 100% because all appropriations must begin in the House. And you simply turn off the money. No money. And you sit there and just stare at them until they finally say, okay, well, you know, they went there, they want uh, money for Ukraine. They want money for various social programs. They want money for whatever the hell it is that they want money for. Okay, well, you're not going to get anything until you secure the border of the United States. Um, you know, and they, 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 wouldn't give, they wouldn't give Trump $5 billion to build a wall, but we're now up at like $130 billion uh, for Ukraine. I got nothing against Ukrainians. You know, God bless them. 
the Russians are bad guys, they're monsters for invading. That's a separate issue. But I want, if they're going to give Ukrainians $130 billion, uh, you know, Trump asking $5 billion for for our own border, oh, that was crazy talk. Oh, that's impossible. Can't do it. So, I mean, this this just gives you perspective on what the priorities are. Uh, talk about the water. I want to say this because I hear... I see it in, I see it on, in, in print magazine. I see it, people being interviewed saying, well, apparently Trump walls didn't work. We are record with immigration despite the wall, the 465 miles of wall he built. But, you know, they're ignorant because what's the second question you've asked? Where, where is this historic migration crossing? Where there's not a wall. Walls save lives. And from women and children and families who can't climb that wall, it funnels them to a place where there's not a wall. We're borbitals there to give humanitarian relief because a lot of people are sick. But you know what? Shame on the 17 or 19 Republican senators who voted for the infrastructure bill uh, in, in December. That bill gave zero dollars to the border patrol. Matter of fact, there's language in there saying no money can be used to secure the border. You got people, Senator Ted Corbin in Texas, his state's being overrun. Why the hell did he say yes on that bill that gave border patrol nothing? So this isn't just a Democrat issue. We got some Republican senator and congressman whose feet need to be held by the fire. And people, their constituents need to call and say, what the hell are you doing? Look, I'll say it again. What's happening on the southwest border is the, is the biggest national security failure this country's seen since 9-11. I don't know how many terrorists have successfully come across that border, but Sunday we're going to find out. And it's going to be a bad day for America. we got to wake up, folks, and we got to hold our, our representatives responsible. Remember, they work for us. They're accountable to us, not the other way around. That is the perfect warning to end on. And uh, our listeners are, I'm quite certain they're very aware of the great danger. But Tom, you spelled it out beautifully. I want to thank you for your time today and for your insights. Like I said, you know more about the border and ICE and deportation than uh, most people. And uh, this is the authoritative word. Our listeners are getting the real story not the lies and distortions of Secretary Mayorkas, that's for sure. Tom Homan, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm Chris Farrell on Watch. Thanks for listening to Chris Farrell's On Watch podcast. For more information, visit www.judicialwatch.org because no one is above the law.